On today's episode of Gathering the Kings. You got to make sure that you have the right attitude no matter what. Wake up, you get a phone call. You can't let that ruin your day. You got to change it, flip it. Nobody's going to see you. You know, nobody's going to see you hurting. Nobody's going to see you tired. Nobody's going to see you this, you know. Nobody's going to see what you go through. So you have to have that right attitude and make sure you make the best of it. You are listening to Gathering the Kings with Chaz Wolf, featuring fellow seven, eight, and even nine-figure business owners who have real battle scars from business and life, but have prevailed as the king that they are designed to be. We welcome high-performing entrepreneurs to the stage in order to reveal the real of the real on what it takes to build a successful business today. We dissect the good and bad decisions they've made along the way that give a true and accurate picture of the journey of success and how you too can get there. Through this dialogue, you will learn the value of growing your network and surrounding yourself with power players and kings like today's guest. Grab your pen and notebook because we're about to dive in. Hey everybody, Chaz Wolf, I'm back to you this week. Uh, My guest, Kenneth Price, comes from the restaurant space but that is not where he has uh, landed fully. Um, He's actually crossed over into the trade space now, and I want you to hear his mindset around doing millions in the business and starting a brand new business from scratch and how he has gone about that. I think that there's a ton of nuggets in here, and another young guy that I brought to you that is just figuring things out, had a large amount of success along the way, but before that, he is super detailed in just the grit that it takes or that it took him to get to the place that he finally struck gold and started getting some success. So I can't wait for you to hear this one. Grab that pen and paper. Here it comes. All right, everybody, Chaz Wolf. I'm your host, Gathering the Kings, and we're back. We've got Kenneth Price on the stage today. Dude, welcome to the show, man. How are you? Good, good, good. Awesome, man. Can't be better. Been been excited for this for the past few weeks since I heard from you. Yeah, and, man. You know, been anxious and and couldn't couldn't uh, couldn't wait for it to come. So now it's here. Well, I'm excited to have your sh- have your story. You know, you're a young guy, um, and you and you've had success in a couple of different industries. And so I'm excited to to uh, draw upon your experiences. But first, for the listener, why don't you tell them what kind of businesses that you have right now and and where you're headed? Um, I own some restaurants, pizza restaurants uh, called Pizza Guys. Uh, I own HVAC company. Um, you know, we're, we're headed. I mean, we're growing right now, kind of the restaurant I'm kind of keeping stable, but the HVAC is kind of where I'm putting all my might to and my focus on because we're expanding into California and growing into California now. So that's exciting. So multiple industries. And so we'll have lots to talk about as far as like your, your growth and how you got there. But for for the purposes of of right now, I mean, you were already a seven figure business owner, quote unquote, as we like to say here in Gathering the Kings, um, before you started your HVAC company. So, tell me, like, what motivates you at this point to keep pushing? Like, why not just hang on to the restaurants, be a top performer? Why press into a brand new industry, brand new business, all over again? It, when you first start, you know, you 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 think of things a certain way. And then as you get into it, your thought process changes, you know, the levels to it changes. So, um, I mean, it's just, you know, life is so much better. You know, you have companies running when you're bigger in a company, it's the bigger your company is, the easier it is to, to manage, the easier it is to handle, you know, when your employees are making, you know, $15 an hour, you know, starting wage, Versus in the bigger fields, you know, we have employees making 150,000 a year, right? That's, you know, it's easier to those people, they work, you know, especially those guys making 150,000, they work and it makes it so much easier, you know? Yeah. It's, I mean, just from a, from a labor perspective, obviously that's a huge part of, um, of building a business, but then even just as you're breaking down just the different, um, industries that you're in and, and, you know, restaurants and, franchises like you, you and I are both in. And then of course, service world, like you, it's just a totally different animal. So um, definitely want to pick your brain at some of that. But what I'm hearing you say is that you're just not, you're not quite satisfied that you want more. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, I'm on another, another house on the beach, a couple more <laughs> vacations, you know, 
Yeah, that's, what, that's, what do you think that stems from for you? Like, was that, was that, did that come from like your parents showing you that you could always get more or did that come from a different place in your way you were raised? Like what, where does no, that come not from? Necessarily, you know, uh, I grew up pretty much raised, raised myself, you know, brothers and sisters around, you know, you know, didn't have a dad. Um, you know, so I grew up from, from nothing in a small town in, in Guam, you know, so we, you know, same thing. It was, it was hard life, you know, what are we going to eat? Power is going to be on this month. Right. It's not going to be on next month, you know, live in a tent for two years when the storm blew our house down, you know? Wow. Yeah. So, you know, I grew up in a real tough life, you know, you know, and I think the great thing about it was, you know, there was no electronics. We didn't own any cell phone the entire time. We had right. bikes, we had trees, we had rocks, we had all kinds of stuff that, that we played with, you know, um, that kind of, you know, help develop who I am today. Of course. Uh, yeah. So that was, that was a big thing on it. No real influence till later in life to the, you know, meeting some people that are, you know, that, that, that were in my position when I was a nobody before, you know? And that, yeah. So t- I mean, t- talk about that. Like, I mean, obviously I'm sitting over here curious, like how do you go from uh, living in a tent in Guam with wondering whether there's going to be power or food to multiple seven figures in a business in multiple industries. Like, and you're a young guy, like, and you, and you say, I want more, you know, like there's that obviously worlds apart from each other. How, give us just a little bit of a snapshot of like, what, how, how did you get introduced to business? Like, why are you an entrepreneur today? Um, when I first came out to America, it was, I came at 18, you know, parents sent me out here with, uh, just whatever money else they had left to send me out here to, you know, play some sports and go to school. Wow. And, uh, you know, it was, it was, was that like know, a lifelong dream of theirs to like, let's, let's get, let's muster up enough energy and money to get, to get our son to go to the United States. At, yeah, at well, it was, it was something, you know, I, I, you know, my stepdad at the time when he came to our life about 16, 17, you know, he was, he, it was a good choice for us. Uh, but it was, I wanted to come out and actually spend time with my brother. So I never really, you know, I haven't seen my brother in 10, 12 years. Huh. And I always looked up to him, you know, he was out here enjoying life, great guy. Um, you know, and Mike was, you know, he was an awesome person. So I wanted to spend time with him. And then uh, he actually worked at a pizza place. So I, I hopped on, I hopped on, I worked on the pizza place. Started doing flyers, door hangers, because I didn't have a car. Uh, stayed with him and his girlfriend in his girlfriend's parents' house. Wow. You know, so, and then, uh, you know, started doing flyers, door hangers in a car, just kept looking at everybody. And the whole time I was here, I, 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 was, I felt different, you know? I just, yeah. it's it like I was thinking different. When I would talk, people would think I was crazy. They wouldn't understand me. <laughs> and, you know, so it, it, was, it was a really tough tried to, to fit in. I tried my best to fit in, but you know, then, you know, I go down, you start making up some lies to fit in and it didn't feel right. You know, I started wanting to yep. fit in and all these things, trying to paint a picture of who I am and it wasn't really who I am. So kind of over the years after you know, I, I started working the pizza guys, um, the owner, uh, who actually is one of my best friends now, uh, I saw his lifestyle, you know, pulled up in a Porsche. He, you know, he has different cars. He's great guy, humble, takes vacations, a family man, go pick up his daughter and go get ice cream after school. I was like, that seems that. like a life. I want that. Yeah. I want yeah. that. So from that point, that's kind of where, you know, it took off and saying, okay, Hey, I can do this. You know, if he, if he can do it off of pizza, I can do it off of pizza. So why do you think in that moment, because I, I that moment that you described, <clears throat> I know we've all felt it. And I've, and I've probably had employees feel that, you know, about me, not, well, I mean, I'd hope all those things, those attributes yeah. that you said, but as, at least as far as like, maybe I want that lifestyle or like, man, how do you, like, he's the owner, like, oh, the owner, they have so much, you know, whatever, whatever that thought is, right. That, that trickles. But I guess what I'm trying to say is that in that moment, <clears throat> how do you, cause you have two ways you can either think, oh, that's, like that's his and I, I I'm not worthy of that or I'm not good enough or it's unfair that he has that and I don't. But then the other way is where you went, which was, I see that I want that. And so I need to emulate that. I need to do what he does. What, like, why do you think you were on that side of the train track of let me go do what he's done? I, I think it's more about attitude. Attitude is, is the biggest thing you can have as a person, because just like you, you stated, simple. You can look at it this way. You can look at it this way. 
you know, you tell me something, I can take it like this. You know, I can take it, you know, you give me criticism, I can take it in a bad way and say you're after me, or I can take it in a good way and say, well, you know what, Chaz, I'm going to learn from it, and I guarantee I'm not going to make that mistake again, and I'm right. going to be better. You know, yeah. and, and, and being able to have the right attitude is really, is really a, you know, part of something that you need to kind of be in the entrepreneur world. You, you got to wake up in the morning, everybody's coming after you, employees coming after you, you know, everything. So you got to make sure that you have the right attitude no matter what. Wake up, you get a phone call. You can't let that ruin your day. You got to change it, flip it. Nobody's going to see you. You know, nobody's going to see you hurting. Nobody's going to see you tired. Nobody's going to see you this, you know. Nobody's going to see what you go through. So you have to have that right attitude and make sure you make the best of it. Yeah, man. I think that, you know, the perspective <clears throat> that you're giving is that perspective is everything, right? Like the attitude or perspective that you have on any sort of a uh, given situation is, is going to make or break what happens next. Um, yep. And so for you, what happens next is you said, it doesn't matter that I'm from another country. It doesn't matter that I didn't have a dad. It doesn't matter that I don't have any training. It doesn't matter that I don't have a Porsche now. It doesn't matter that I'm, I don't even have a home. I'm living with my brother in his girlfriend's parents' house. <laughs> like all of these things don't matter. I'm, I want what you want. And so what'd you do? Like, did you get in his back pocket? Did you go get yeah. a loan by your first restaurant? Like, tell us the story. So, so I got into door hangers and then, uh, from door hangers, uh, you know, I started work, I started working for him, did a little bit of door hangers, half, honestly, half, not honestly, uh, you know, I was young, you sure. know, but you know, the half that I did kind of came back. So he saw that, you know, so I started doing more, I started working inside the store, saved up, bought a car, became a driver, did flyers, driver, saw that, Hey, I can make some money out of it. You know, started working like, Man, 100 hours, 120 hours every two weeks, 130 hours every two weeks. I was like, man, I can do something with this. You know, I, I can keep going. Everybody else wants to call off work and not close and not do this. I'm here. I'll do it. So I started working seven days a week, started making money, and then uh, became a manager like six months. And then, you know, became a manager, a store manager in like a year. And then from there, he just... I guess he he saw potential. He actually took the time to actually train me and teach me. So yeah. we went into, a, he had a store that was failing. He put me in the store. He said, just do as I say. And and we'll, we'll, we'll both do good, right? We'll both come out of it. And, and I failed. I failed. Mm. And, and I failed for the reason. Um, but give me, explain it first before I actually say it. So, you know, he said, listen to me and do as I say, and we'll be good. I went in thinking I was a hot shot. I knew it. I knew it all. I got this. He let me go for about a year. I would lose 6,000, 7,000, like wow. 10 grand sometimes, two grand, like, <clears throat> you know, so. A lot of trust. Yeah. So, and he would just let me run it and run it. And he would be there all the time, training me, training me, training me, training me. Then one day, you know, I finally told him, I was like, Hey, I, what do I got to do? He goes, are you ready? I said, yeah. He goes, shut up and listen yeah. and just do. That's what he told me. Yeah. And he goes, are you ready to shut up, listen and do? I said, yes. He says, okay, <laughs> do this, this, and this. Go out, put out door hangers, do this, this, and this. Right. I did exactly as he said. In three months, we started making money. Wow. Yeah. And then from there, we, you know, we kept growing the store. We hit records in, in the entire corporations. We were number one for like two and a half, three years straight, wow. you wow. know, breaking, breaking records nonstop. Um, and then after about two years or so, uh, he had another store that was failing. And um, so we went out there, we started running a little bit, got the hang of it a little bit. It was, you know, it was a tough location, you know, very tough location. We made a deal. Um, my rent at the time was $1,800. That was my okay. rent, you know, and my wife and my, my two kids and, or actually one kid at the time and okay. $1,800 rent. And, uh, he, he said, okay, I'm going to give you $2,500 a month. That's all you're going to get, but you're going to get 50%. Oh, and I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, I can't even pay my rent. I can't right. pay my kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can't do this. You know, Scarcity. I, I, literally. So, you know, we started. We, I took the deal because I believed in him. I, you know, I believed in him that he would always, you know, be there. Right. That was the, that was the determining factor for you. Like 
That was. Because I'm so scared. I want to take care of my family, but I'll do it anyway because I trust. I trust you. Yeah. So I, I trusted him, but I, you know, throughout the years, I've always talked to him about business. I always talked to him about, you know, growth and everything and, and, and success. And, um, you know, so I, I, at that point, I did it. We were failing about six months, seven months. Store wouldn't turn around. You know, it's just the location. At this point, everything we were doing, we we're we we're doing, we we're doing right. We're running. I mean, you're talking 12% labor at the time. That's, you know what I mean? Right. Like, in- insane, you know? Yeah. We, we, I was running day and night, day and night. Me, I even had my wife inside the store, you know? Sure. We were yeah. sleeping. So at, we, at the point, we couldn't keep up with our bills because we were only making 2500 So we lost right. our house. We lost our car. Went down to one cell phone. And uh, we started sleeping in the store for about a year. Um, and then we, you know, we stayed in the store. And uh, that's where we just... We, me and my wife, we knew we we knew we had to do it. You know, there, there was just no question. We just did it every day and night. And at a certain point, it got pretty tiring for her. So, my brother-in-law, her oldest brother, took us in. We were fortunate enough, you know, and no questions asked. Took us in, fed us. We couldn't we couldn't buy milk for our kids. We couldn't buy diapers for our kids. So wow. his brother, uh, her brothers, actually took care of us and bought that. You know, and. Uh, I lost my car, so her her youngest brother actually loaned me his car, and he had to find a ride to work so I could go and do it. So wow. we had a lot of like people that were kind of yeah. like supporting us in between that you know when we fell. And then probably about six months after that, all of that happened. Store like I was ready to quit. I was sure. you know my wife's like, oh, I'm stuck in there on day and night. You know I'm I'm I, I want to give up. I'm done. Why do you think that you didn't? Like up until this point, you know, like you had so many reasons. You just gave us so many reasons why 98% of the people listening would have been like, F this. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was done. You know, I mean, arguing, you know, you go into arguing with your wife, your, your oh, marriage yeah. starts messing up, imagine. you know yeah. what I mean? And, and then you got to come home. You don't see your kids. You don't, you know, you don't, you don't have time for this. Your, your head is nonstop going. You're, you're going crazy. Like I'm doing so much wrong. I'm doing this wrong, that wrong. You know, I can't do anything right. But at that point, you know, it, it, I couldn't explain it, you know, at that point later, it took a few years to kind of realize, like, I know I got through it, you know, and, and, and it was, it, it was more because I, I had no choice. My back was against the wall, you know yeah. what I mean? And, and for some reason, it's just like, it, it, it just, it, it's just all instinct and you just kept going and kept going. And it, it had to be, it, you know, it had to be the, uh, you know, just, just the, the opportunity that I never had. And it sticks with me all the time that I want to be able to give my kids a stepping stool, a platform yeah. way above me. So they don't ever have to turn the dirt. You know what I mean? They have that foundation and the walls up already and they just got to build the roof and go, you know, yeah. that's kind of, you know, one of my biggest things that, that just keeps me going is I want to make sure that they have that platform that you don't need to start from the bottom. You don't need to do this. You, that all that thing is about rich kids, this rich kids, that that's, you don't listen to those things. You know what I mean? I want you to be successful already. You know, I want you to have the opportunity to make your choices, Yeah. you know, build what you want to do, do what you want to do, all those things. So that was kind of the biggest thing is, is giving them that opportunity and that platform above me that, that I had to build it and, you know, what it takes. Yeah. I, I mean, I just so appreciate your vulnerability and sharing um, the struggle, man. I mean, I don't know. I just said it a couple minutes ago, but I don't know how many out of a hundred would have stuck it out. And so do you think that like just sheer perseverance is what eventually cracked and the store started doing well, or was it, was it something tactical that you tried new that just like worked or, or, Give us, give us, I mean, the rest of the story there. You know, it was just, it's hard, you know, it's hard to say. I mean, we've, we've built quite a bit of stores, you know, over the time, probably another five, you know, so, I mean, it was kind of just one of those locations that just, you, you, you just got to keep getting the name out there, keep getting the name out there and, and you got to get it in front of them. Not a month, not two months. You got to get in front of them two years showing. Right. You know, this is who I am. This is who I am. This is who I am. Come and meet me, you know? 
and you know it took a while for the community you know and it was pleasanton california so you know that 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 market there was pretty you know the the demographics is a lot different than many other places you know so yeah so that's kind of we stuck to the same thing that we knew were you know go out we'd give out pizza i would walk into every business doesn't matter what every business was pizza and introduce myself yeah. you know i mean marketing don't get better than that you know i'm coming in hey what's up chaz i got pizza for you for lunch you know yeah. You got five guys. I got two pieces. Here you go. I'm just coming right. by to say hi. That's it. And it doesn't get better than that, you know, in the pizza industry. So, yeah. you know, we yeah. did that nonstop, 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 and it just still didn't. So, you know, we continued it and we, we didn't stop because we knew eventually it was going to, eventually it was going to, I didn't know it. You know, my buddy did. Um, and I just, I had to listen, shut up and listen. So I just kept going and doing it. And, Eventually, you just popped off, and it was just insane from there. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad. I glad I did. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like you said, it turned into not just uh, a happy ending with that location, but you guys have built multiple more, and um, and I know you have a huge conglomerate now. Um, and and so <clears throat> at some point, you thought to yourself, okay, I've given away enough pizza. I want to try to do something different. Was that? Or is that was there a different reason for switching? Almost doing a one eighty. Not, I I really have no room to talk. I mean, I'm I've got retail franchises, I got real estate, and then I have you know uh, strategy groups. You know, so it's like I'm in three different places, and it seems odd, but um, they all coincide together for my purpose. Um, and so if someone doesn't know my purpose, then they maybe be confused on why I'm involved. But for you, transitioning from pizza to home services, like tell us about that transition for yourself. So, you know, I mean, throughout the years, I've always seen people in, you know, in the restaurant industry just stay in the restaurant industry, you know, and, and as times are changing, um, you know, certain restaurants are going to do a lot better than others. You know, certain restaurants are going to have a lot more challenges than we used to have. Um, so, you know, it, it was kind of just keep trying to find something different that I can go bigger. I wanted to go bigger. You know, I, I, I wanted I wanted some business that I can do seven, eight, nine million dollars in sales, you know, and, yeah. and have no no stopping. You know, I don't want to be focused on doing two, three million dollars in sales. I want eight, nine, ten million dollars in sales. Yeah. Um, you know, so I went to my buddy and you know he, I've always been asking him to let's partner up, let's do something good, let's do something good. So you know he he made a bet that if I can build a business, make it successful and um uh, make it very profitable, then we could go into something together. So, um, and of course I was like, you going to put the money up? No, your money. So, <laughs> I had to find a, you know, well, here's what you're going to realize along the path is that if you're, if you can go do that, then I'm not saying that you won't need him, but he, the, the value that he brings might be ancillary. You know, you might have already made contacts along the way. You might, you know, there's, there's all sorts of different values. And so I'm not trying to get you to X and A him, but if you can go prove it to him, basically you're going to prove it to yourself is what right. I'm saying. You know? Right. Correct. Yeah. Which is so, incredible. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, he decided, he said HVAC. Um, I said, okay, you sure? Yeah. <laughs> I gave him 30 different businesses. I was like, I want to do automotive. I want to do this. You know, I, I look at automotive world. I've never seen one person run an automotive shop. Honestly. Correctly. Oh my I, gosh. I've never seen one person a business owner that runs an auto shop, how it should be ran. I'm like, bro, we should, we should do a call out right now that if anybody listening runs an auto shop or knows anybody that actually can prove that they run an auto shop, honestly, I'll tell you what, man, I want to meet that guy. Cause you're right. I don't know of anyone personally. Yeah. And with, and, and owning a, a delivery franchise, we, we have a lot of auto repairs done in multiple different cities across the state or across the country. And I'll tell you what, Still, still last week, we were trying out a new, we've been doing this for 10 years and we were trying out a new auto repair shop last week. Yeah, that's how we are in our fleet, man. My, my guys have to take their trucks to different places all the time. They can't even find, you know, find some, and it's like, it's such, they do, they make some money already, but they don't, they don't know how to run it. You know, I'm like, they might be good people, but business wise, yeah. you know, I would never put my money up with them. But yeah, you know, so yeah. that's what I think. I see those things and I'm like, I want to invest in this because I can right. structure it already. It's there already. I can just go in, 
fixed a few things and boom, I'm going to make 10 times more money than they, you know, than they're making already. Right. And he's like, no, no, no. He goes, go into HVAC. I was like, okay. So I didn't know anything about HVAC. I didn't, I didn't know what's the difference between furnace, the air handler. I know how to switch a button and that's it. <laughs> so I was like, okay. So I bought some tools, hopped on YouTube, hopped on some forums, just kept reading, kept reading, kept reading, yep. uh, kept watching YouTube. Um, then finally a month later, you know, I got everything on, you know, I hit him, called my CPA, said I need the business license, get everything together, called my insurance agent, get me insurance yep. and get me everything I need to make sure, you know, and, and at that point it was pretty, a little bit easier to get the business structured is because, you yeah, know, everything you on doing. the insurance. Yeah, everything on the insurance side, I have a pro that handles that. Everything right. on, you know, my accounting side, my bookkeeper side, you know, there's there's pros and teams that that handle that stuff yep. that make it ten times easier for you to to put your focus on just the business, just your sales, yep. your growth, your company. Your, so, you know, that was a a big thing in in, in growing the company, and um, so it, it 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 was kind of a a hard thing to do because. Going into a customer's house, I would have to go in, work on it a little bit, go back out, then I would YouTube it, Google it, go back in. Right. I try this, try this, fix it, boom. And then, you know, I was like, okay, I started getting really, I had no choice but to get good at it. So I became good like within a month. I started tearing out new units, installing new units, you know, and then uh, I had my cousin with me and, uh, good, you know, great. I brought him on with me, which was, one of the best decisions I've ever made because, uh, you know, he he helped get the company to where it's at today, and uh, you know we then we hired another employee because we were, we couldn't handle it. We hired another employee, and uh, every every person we hired, we were we were like, doesn't matter what we pay them, like you make forty five dollars an hour. We're like, what can you do? This is what we're gonna expect. You got to do yep. this, 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 awesome. this. And you got to do it right. There is no, you know, you show up to a customer's house, it's 100%, you know? So yeah, I love that. that. Yeah. So that was it. And then, um, we grew from, we grew from there to where we are here now today. That's awesome, man. I love, I, and, and I remember talking with you offline, um, you know, just chatting about you watching YouTube videos and Googling different answers and, and, and knowing, I, 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 can't, I can only imagine how difficult that must have been, not the actual task of doing it. I'm sure that was difficult too. But the knowing of that you know how to run a business, a very successful and multiple businesses even then, um, but, to, but to dial yourself down for a, a short period of time to learn a task so that you could then zoom back out, right? And begin the hiring process. And, and you had mentioned offline, you didn't say it now, but you had mentioned hiring on some folks that like were killers in the industry. They knew what they were doing way better than you, which is, which is what you knew that you needed to do at the beginning, but to even get the ball moving to get even, even a little bit of revenue in the door, you had to go learn a new skill set, and you dialed yourself down. Someone who was owning multiple businesses, you dialed yourself down to one little bitty task of learning how to uh, repair and uninstall and reinstall or whatever those individual service calls were like, but you did that for a short period of time so that then you could then grow, scale, push into the marketplace in a new industry. So my question behind all of that preface is this. Obviously for you, you already had the ability to see high level in a business, in a big business, multiple locations. But for the, for the majority of business owners, they get into that place, right? They, whether they had to learn it on Google or YouTube, or maybe they already knew the skill. And so they start their business, their HVAC business, or their, their online marketing business, or their whatever, fill in the blank. And, and so they start learning and, and spending the time like you did. Oh, I don't know how to do it. So I Google it or I, I YouTube it. And then they're, they're constantly stuck in this day to day. What they never end up getting to is the zoom out, which is what you knew from the beginning that you needed to do. And you even said, I brought on my cousin, which was great, which allowed me to think a little bit bigger when then we brought on someone else, we brought on someone else. And every time we keep thinking, we just thinking, Hey, this is, this is the standard. Here's what you're stepping into. You were creating systems really behind all that. You didn't say that, but that's what you were doing. You were creating systems that you could plug people into. And so why do you think it's so difficult for people to get to that place, which obviously was much easier for you because you had already done it. But if you hadn't have been able to, like most people, why did they get stuck there? Do you think? I, I, I think it's more about they're thinking, you know, first of all, they, you know, a lot of people 
invest in so much other things instead of investing in themselves. That's where you should always start, right? You got to invest in yourself first. Once you invest in yourself first, you got to, they're, they're afraid to pay somebody $45 an hour, $50 an hour. But if this guy can bring me back 10,000 a week, I don't, I can pay him $80 an hour. It's not going to matter to me, you know? So they're afraid to pay more to be able to get that growth. And in business, you're, you're, I want to focus just mainly on the sales, right? I have other people that can put everything else in line. If I can bring more people through our door and they are my managers can structure everything else and make the numbers as good as they can. I'll bring the business through the door, yeah. but to, to, you know, to answer that, it, it's kind of like, a, you know, it, 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 it depends on the person is because most of the people, they don't want more. Mm. And, so true. And they don't want more. And and there's majority of the people that don't want more. And if you don't want more, that's fine. You know, but just don't expect so much. Don't expect this. Don't, you know, don't come after us for more money or anything like this, you know, because there's, you want more money. There's more work to do, more things to do. And there's always more money. But yeah. for the people that, that, that are listening, you know, for, for your audience, you know, they want it. Right. So, right. So now for the people that want it, they don't get to that level is because they get too close minded. Mm. You, you, you have to, you have to think that I'm not the best at setting up my company. I'm not the best in insurance. I'm not the best at, at right. my service. I'm not the best at install, but if this person is better than me, I'm going to praise him and say, I love you. You're, you're better than me. I want to learn from you. I'm going to take on, take you in and let's go grow this side. If I see that my marketing is, is, is sloppy, I'm not doing a great job. Sales are slowing down. I'm going to go find me a marketer. Right. That knows what he's doing, has a track record, you know, that, 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 that is, it, it, it has the energy I love and the vibe that I love. And I'm going to pay him what he wants to focus on my marketing because yeah. he's better than me. So, and right. then finding individuals all the way in, and, 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 and that's how you grow. You have to have people because there's many people are better than you at, and many other things. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's so good. And and as an owner, a lot of times an owner operator, cause that's what we're talking about. The owner operator, yep. right. And because he's operating at the same time as owning, he gets stuck in the operation as opposed to the owning. And, um, and you're right that you got to get out of your own way. I loved how you said though, that <clears throat> finding somebody better than you, not, not because you want to grow. Yes. That obviously <laughs> that you're giving us the key on how to grow, but it, it's because of no ego that the way that you just described it had everything to do with ego or humility, which is, which is one of the things you mentioned earlier at the beginning of the show is that that guy that you wanted to emulate, although he had a bunch and he had lifestyle and he had the car and he had the time to spend with his daughter, you saw him as someone as humble or someone who, you know, held things with an open hand. And I think that that's a, a great perspective because you can't give something away to someone and genuinely believe that they're better than you. Yeah. If you think that you're better than them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it, it, you know, it just, it, it devalues your relationship with them. And, and you know, you know, you, you want to give the praise where it is due. And, and as long as you understand that, you know, I'm many of the other people, I want to get to a hundred employees. And if I think I'm better than all of them and I have to do it myself and be stuck in right. the operation, I would never get past Zero five. Chance. Yeah. You know, so take that thing and, and let them do it. And, you know, they're going to make some mistakes and, Yep. Get, get with it, teach them and grow together. That's how you do it. I love it. You know, as you were saying that, it made me think of, um, that it's not even really just the fact that, that the owner operator isn't good because most times they are right. And that's, that's usually the MS. It's like, that's the reason that they fall into that trap is because they are pretty good. They are maybe the best in their immediate circle. It's not that it's not that they're not the best. It's that they just haven't found anybody better yet. And then even if they have found them, they haven't given them the rope to go far enough away in their own way to be able to show that they're better. And those are kind of two different problems. But if you're listening right now, I mean, what, <laughs> what Kevin is breaking down right now is so good. And he's not even, he probably didn't even know he's doing it. I'm trying to delineate uh, uh, down for you uh, of just the masterful words that he's given to you. But I mean, man, get out of your own way, hire other people, 
um, uh, find people that are better than you have no ego. What else, what are we missing on this list here that, that you want to give to them? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, it comes down to take a step back, take a step back, take a step back and, and, and just look, look, if you're, if you're doing something over and over and over and over and over, that's good. Then, you know, you need to change it because what you should be doing is something different, something different, something different, something different. Because if I'm just focusing on, on customer service inside, customer service inside, hire somebody to focus on your customer service. If you're That's focusing right. on, on marketing, hire somebody to focus on your marketing. And in, in the beginning, you know, there's a lot of people that, that can't, but then you got to go, you, you bring that revenue in, focus on your numbers, crunch your numbers get it to where you can. Like I had no choice because my HVAC had to be profitable. I right. had to do the work. I had to do the work because I couldn't just, I had just an yeah. X amount of money and I couldn't put more money into it. And I had to do the work to gain some revenue, gain some money, put some away, cut some yep. expenses back and then go for it. Yeah. And then you, you can make 5,000 yourself by getting somebody else. They can make you 2000. Now you're making 7,000 you know, and so on and so on. Next guy's going to make you another thousand maybe. And next guy's going to make you another thousand. The more people you have, the more money you're going to make. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that that's a switch that a lot of people, um, it's tough to get to when you see a person that you're hiring as an addition to the revenue line and, and making them own that, that piece of it. Um, I think it's difficult for every business owner to actually tie it to it unless they're a, a literal salesperson. That's pretty easy, but but when you when you're when you're building out your team, whether it's your accountant, whether it's a customer service person, like you said, whether it's a, a you know a person who's flipping pizzas in the back, depending upon what type of business we're talking about, um, every individual person should be connected to the revenue line. And the more people you have, generally speaking, there should be more revenue. Uh, if not, then there's something either broken or the business can't be scaled anymore that's that's where you you get stuck and that's where you you know it's like you got to make the decision where you run it make some money put some things together and go bigger yeah 100 percent. yeah um, i love everything we've talked about here um <clears throat> real quick before we go to the speed round do you have any sort of like um you know process for making decisions that's just really helped you out as far as how to make good decisions we've talked a lot about good and bad decisions here in your journey but any process that you can give to listener on how do you make good decisions so how I make good decisions, um, you know, so, so I, you know, till this day, you know, I, I like to feel like I am, I'm really good. Right. I know I'm good. Right. And I know I'm good, but I got to kick myself back, stay humble a little bit more. And I always ask, so if I'm growing into a certain business or I'm investing into something different, I'm going to go find, I find somebody that's doing it. So if, you know, if I'm going to go into real estate, I'm, Hey, Chaz, I need some advice on real estate. I'm going to call you three right. weeks straight. You know, I'm going to learn everything I need to learn from you to say, hey, this is what, not, you know, I, by the time I'm done with you for three weeks, then I'm going to know, okay, real estate is going to be good. This is where I should put my money into things like that. So right. I always call my, you know, my good friend, Abe, and, you know, say, hey, um, what do you think about this? What do you think about this marketing strategy? What do you think about this? You know, yeah. I call some some other friends and, and I, I consult with them and, and I always get their ideas, get their feedback, but it mainly comes back to, you know, Abe's been a really great friend and really great mentor to me, you know, yeah. and um, he's been around you know, he's 65 years old. So he's been around quite some time, a bunch of business, and he's way more high than, than me. So, you know, he's been through it, he's done it. So taking his advice is kind of where I, where I go, where, yeah. makes me, where I make my decisions. I love it. I love it. You got to have that sounding board and, um, and there's lots of, <clears throat> lots of ways to get that. I think that you yeah. gave several examples there of ways to do that. So I, I appreciate the, just the practicality of, of giving yeah, that. Most people, they, they, you know, if you don't have somebody to find, you know, business owners, they're loving, they're caring, they care about their employees. They, they want to yeah. help other people, right? You can't Mostly, go yeah. into business and be very successful and, and, you know, you see, okay, hey, this guy walked up to that guy and, oh, he brushed him off or didn't want to tell him. It's wrong timing, wrong timing. But go walk into a, go walk into a restaurant, a nice restaurant, find the owner and ask him a few questions. He'll answer it. He'll answer it. And, and you know, go do that. If you, if you need to learn about marketing, go say, hey, is the owner here? You know, okay, can I speak to you for a few minutes? I just had a few questions. Ask him just, I, you know, I'm a business owner. I'm trying to grow my stuff. I just, you know, I'm in the same industry as you, not too far away. 
he'll give you the advice. I guarantee yeah. because you walk into my business and you say, I own a pizza place on the next county over and I'm just trying to get some advice because I'm struggling all these things. Yeah. What do I got to do? Or what do you think? What do you suggest? I'll tell you, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and, exactly. And the, getting the information is as easy as that. You just have to do the work. Yeah, I love. Uh, it, well, really, what you're breaking down is initiative. Like, if you want more, genuinely, <laughs> then then you'll figure out creative ways to find the information that you need, and and it can go as far as making cold calls, like you've described, and and finding people who you don't know yet, all the way to paying to be in a room at a conference or within a mastermind or or whatever, you know. And obviously, that's that's in essence what. Um, that conference what, is what a lot of folks thing. to do. Go so. go into conference with people that know it. Go into conference that people yeah. that are trying to teach you about it. Because I mean, I just sent all my employees to the Las Vegas convention. You know, I didn't go. You know, I had other things to take care of, but I sent all of them, and I said, "You guys go take notes, put everything together." You know, they came back with a whole bunch of stuff, different mindset. Oh, yeah. They've learned a lot, and it was it was worth it. Ready to roll. Exactly. I love that. Uh, pouring in. Um, I, I don't know of a moment that I've poured in that in, in that way, investing into your people where it doesn't, it doesn't pour right back out. So we're going to transition to the speed round here. I got, I got some answers or some questions. I want you to give some, some strong one word answers. I might dig in for more, but um, give me, give me those, uh, those strong, quick answers. First question is this, Kenneth, if you, if you could only pick one metric in all of your businesses, HVAC, pizza, whatever, only one metric to track, what would it be? That's, that's a hard one. You know, I mean, it comes down to, because there's, there's so many small things that, that, that is more important than the bigger things, right. Than than just one big thing, but yeah. overall one metric would, that I would have to track in, 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 in terms of growing the company, in terms of sales, in terms of, in what context, you know, it, it, it depends on which we're growing overall. I mean, if we're talking in terms of just making sure the business is running and growing, um, you know, it would have to be number of people you meet, you know, interesting. Um, I think, you know, you, the more people you meet, the, you know, the, the greater it is. So, you know, you're networking, I think. Yeah. Um, interesting. If I meet 50,000, if I go out and put out 50,000 flyers, you know, right. versus if I go out and I put out 5,000 flyers, only 5,000 people I'm going to meet and see me. You yeah. know, out of that 5,000, I'm going to get five out of that 50,000. I'm going to get 500. Right. You know, right. So I, I and that's that, a big, that's a big difference in a, in a, absolutely. in a business five to 500 for sure. Right. So I think whether you can reach, you know, whether you, you can reach 30 people or hundred people, you have more chances of bringing more people consistently to your door and growing your, your, yeah, I love that. I mean, in essence, lead generation, um, uh, unto the acquisition process in your business, but what you just said, um, it really actually, <clears throat> it, it stemmed something that I hadn't really talked about much um, in any of my shows, but I want to bring it up, see what you think about it. I'm going to kind of do a little left turn here, but um, in essence, the the number of people that you're talking about uh, on the front end, whether it's views, whether it's downloads, whether it's you know eyeballs that see your, your uh, billboard, whatever, is it, it gives you a perspective of, how many more? So just that quick glance was five to 500. And what it made me think of in my mind was that so many small business owners don't realize what it takes literally to get to a million bucks, to get to seven figures. And, and I bet you if they did the math backwards on what their sales would shake out to from a million dollars, it's probably not that many customers. Right. So like in your HVAC business, you have your average install and your average repair. And then you and then you know, generally speaking, from your sales, how much is repair and how much is install. Yep. And so just by knowing those metrics, you should be able to go, okay, for example purposes, we have on average half and half, half repair, half install. Our average install is, let's just say for easy math, five thousand. And our average install is five hundred. Okay. So if I divide a million dollars by half, that's 500,000. So I take 500,000 divided by my average 5,000 install. That means I need 100 installs over the next 12 months. Divide that 100 out by a year, that's 8.33 installs a month. That's it. That's, that's eight it. people. It's eight. eight people, it's not 800. Yeah. It's not 8 million. It's eight. Yeah. On the service side, you got 500,000 divided by a $500 ticket which means you need a thousand clients. 
divide that out by 12 months, you have 83 clients over the course of the month. If you want to divide that out by, let's just call it uh, four weeks on average, that's 20 clients, five clients a day. That's it. That's nothing. That's it. Can you, can you, can you, now, now it goes back to it. Can you go out and talk to 20 people a day? Now you, now you know what you're after to your point. Right. And so if you can just go shake more hands, you have a better chance at the 500 people coming in for your pizza. Um, but, but I think knowing the number makes it that much more real. Cause when you hear, like when I just did that math, I know you've probably done the math because you're a sharp guy, but me doing that math for you on your HVAC, you need, you need four clients, four or five service clients a day. Yeah. And you need eight, eight and a half two installs a week. That's it. Like, yeah. bro. I mean, that's, that's super easy. Yeah, that, that's it. It, it. And it comes down to it and you break it down to it and you, you need eight, 10 people a week. That's it. That's all you need. That's it. That's it. And so, so now you can go creative, go ham on your marketing, whether it's Facebook ads or you're connecting with people organically on social media, or you're just door knocking, you're just going door to door in a neighborhood or you're going door to door in a shopping complex. Like I need eight people this month. Eight people. That's it. I need to do eight installs this month. I'm going to do 500 K. That's it. That's all I need to know. (laughs) And if you don't know what to do, there's so much, you know, take a course, take something. People are, you know, there's so much knowledge out there. There's so much things that you can sign up for that people can, can understand like, you know, like what to do if you don't know it, you know, I'm fortunate enough to have somebody, but you know, I I see it all day. There's, you know, there's people out there that, that'll give you that information, go, go to classes, go sign up for conferences, go to this thing, that thing. And you can find out different things and try a little bit and see what works for you and your business and things like that. You know, I'm old fashioned because that's all I've been doing. I'll go and I'll, I'll print thousand flyers. I'll take some tape and I'll tape it to every door around. (laughs) I guarantee it. It's working. (laughs) <laughs> I'll still do it till this day. And I, I won't, I won't do anything else different than, than that, you know? Exactly. Because, exactly. You know, and people just don't like it because they don't like going and going to somebody's house. I'm like, Hey, right. You know, even if he, 10 of them tell me to get out, go away, it doesn't matter. 10 of them call me crazy or this and that. I'm no, still not you're looking for everybody else. You know, you can't change your system because one customer complains or anything else. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Well, it's such a cool, uh, now knowing your story, you know, so the listener can hear you at the end, talk about, you know, give away thousands of flyers or pizzas for that matter, whatever it is, like go shake thousands of hands or hand out thousands of pieces of material digitally or in person. And, and people will come through the door, but it's, it's a whole lot easier to hear that and think, oh yeah, yeah, that uh, I know, but like, you know, I don't, I don't like, I don't know how that applies to me, but now hearing your story before all that, I know now in that moment that it was about to break for you. Like literally everything had pretty much broken. And the only thing that you had that you held on to was I got to shake some more hands. I got to shake some more hands. I got to hand out some more flyers. I got, I need, I need, I need more people to know about my pizza. I need more people to know about my pizza. And you held on to that enough. So to where eventually the momentum picked up and the momentum picked up and not just for that location, but now multiple locations and now not just that business, but now multiple businesses and the same principles that you've learned over here from this, from this guy now apply in, in industries across the nation, which is what I love of getting, getting together with entrepreneurs is because what you know in pizza works for me in real estate or what I know in franchising works for you in HVAC and so forth and so on. You know what I mean? It makes it, it makes it easier because everybody's tried some, some different things, some different methods and, some people yep. have been in your shoes, tried the same thing you've tried, and somebody's, you know, somebody's already done it, you know? They, right. you know so it comes down to there's there's no formula, I think. Like, go back to that. There's no formula. You just so, need a bunch of people. That's all. Go, that's the formula. That's it. You just need a bunch of people. Go go get you a crew and a group that that know that that already been through it and, and is a step above you or that, that wants to keep growing and learning together. And that's you right. guys will figure it out. That's right. I love it. Okay, man. Um, we, we have, um, we have, we have come to our time, but dude, this has been just absolutely incredible. If someone wants to connect with you because they just have enjoyed your story, they want to find you on social or your website, how can they find you? How can they connect with you? Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, I'm not on too much social media, but you know, I, uh, you did say you're old school. Yeah. K price six, seven, one, um, is my Instagram. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'm usually, on, um, that's probably the only thing I'm really on. Find him on the gram. Yeah, K Price six seven one. I am. Hopefully, eventually, I can get into it a little bit more as I grow on. I start 
Been, so oh, this is going to be, I'm going to say it now, this is going to be the start of my network. There you right go. Here. There so you this go. This is where I'm going to start really, really growing and start being more into the, uh, you know, start getting more people to see who I am now versus, you yeah. know, out here. So I love that part of the story. I mean, in, in all seriousness, it's, it's the brand gathering the Kings is partially why it exists is because we want to help people get to that place where they're getting out of the warrior stage into the King stage. And so that's what you've done here today. You've helped a lot of people with that. But then even that, what you just said, part of stepping into kingship is realizing the influence that you have and realizing that the people around you that are counting on you and, and the people that need you to tell your story and, or, you know, offer your product or whatever it is, it's no longer just about the X's and O's of the business. It's about the influence that comes along with and all the other angles and telling your story is a part of it. So thank you for being kingly here today uh, with us on uh, Gathering the Kings. But I appreciate it. Yeah. So you guys yeah, just, just got to, they just got to, um, there was a book by Patrick McDavid. It's called Doing the Impossible. Okay. That was, that was a book I read over and over and over. There you go. And, and uh, kind of like, that was like seeing that guy and seeing where he's at today. I'm like, yep. I want him in our network, you know, that's one right. Day I'm, I'm going to meet him one day. I'm going to meet him and sit down and table across from him. And be like, I used to watch your videos, man. Uh -huh. That's so. right, man. I love that. I love that. Um, well, okay. I, we appreciate you being on the show here today. Of course, we wish you absolutely nothing but the best of, of, uh, well, uh, I was going to say luck, but you won't need luck. The best of success in, in all of your businesses and, uh, in your family. The fact that you're crushing it for them, I'm sure has to feel good. So thank you so much for being on the show with us today. Awesome, Chaz. Thanks for having me. I yeah. appreciate you. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to Gathering the Kings. We hope you got a ton of value today and learned a thing or two about taking your business to seven figures and beyond. If you desire more and want a community around you to help you get there, I want you to go to gatheringthekings.com. That's gatheringthekings.com. And I want you to apply for our next Becoming a King 90-Day Intensive. We are extremely exclusive by nature as a group. What that means is that we're really wanting only the entrepreneurs who take their business and targets super serious to apply. So if that's you, you think you got what it takes to level up your business, I want you to go to gatheringthekings.com and apply. And we will see you on the other side.